Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. I don't have a beer crack because the beer's already been open. I pop my apologies, my big apologies. But you clicked on it, you already know what it is. The return has been a hot little minute. Ox me later, you know what I'm saying? And it's a little bit of a different vibe here because normally when we up here, we're just going through a full album, you know, reviewing it. But, and I mean, but. This is this is the first of what I want to say could be many to come, man. Um, I haven't just straight up spoke to you guys about music in a while. So, or like what I've been listening to, unless like you know you follow me on Twitch, go do that. Go go, go really go do that, you know. So it's like you know you might not know or you like what's what I've really been into and everything. And I have been thinking of this for a minute, and you clicked on it also, so you know the special guest in here, or whatever. I I've been waiting on this one I, I haven't been blowing smoke up his ass or whatever i told him we were gonna do this and it is finally here because i respect not only just the positive vibes the dope energy the the just i mean helping out everyone in every single way that i've seen and a brilliant ear when it comes to music the homie johnny utah joining me what's good man Luke dog what's up homie how you doing, sir? It is a it is a great day that sh- shall be disclosed or whatever because the people are hearing it a little bit later, you know. <laughs> yeah, I hear you. I hear you, man. I, I want to mention that because by the time the people will be hearing it, we- we're recording this before new music drops on Friday. So if you know, God forbid or whatever, Donda or like Certified Lover Boy come out and they're like, "What do you mean you didn't put this?" It's like that is why because y'all know. Y'all already know me. Y'all know when's that certified drop. Everything else is getting shut down. But Johnny, you got anything to, you know, introduce yourself to to the people. You know, you are officially now a member of the Don't Bite Your Tongue family. How's that feel? It feels amazing. I mean, with my past and what I've been through, what I love to share with everyone around me is positive vibes, food, and great music. Not I'm thinking about it. Of my life. Now that I'm thinking about it. You do be posting some dope ass food pictures. I mean, gotta hungry. admit, gotta admit, dude. I love a good. I love a good restaurant. I, I love a man. good dive. I love a good diner. I love a good burger. Love a good pizza. So, I'm a food lover. Can't deny that ever. Um, before we get into what we've been listening to lately and everything, um, another question for you because you know, um. I guess like we're probably going to get a sense of like what you're into from the songs that you're about to slate. So of course that's, you know, kind of a given, but what's some of your earliest memories of like the first couple of songs that you can recall? I took it there, man. I'm, I'm I always tell people, you, did. you know, I, I took it there and like, I can, I can even help you out. Like I, I always tell people, man, like I literally didn't, didn't get into hip hop until kind of later on in life. Like maybe, I mean, I always knew songs, don't get me wrong, but like I was always with my parents. So I always heard like right. RB and old school soul and all that stuff, whatever, from the 80s and early 90s. My earliest memory, and unfortunately, this isn't a very easy one to talk about, but I'm going to go ahead and do it uh, today. Um, <clears throat> my parents had split up when I was probably three or four years old. And, you know, Every other weekend, we'd go off with my dad, and 
we'd make the road trip from Stockton to uh, the Oakland Bay area back to my mom and my stepdad's house. Okay. Every time on the radio, take it easy by the Eagles would come on and, you know, we'd just be balling me and my sister. Uh, my sister was, is uh, two years younger than me. And, you know, just that having that song as an emotional stamp on, you know, how young you are just, you know, really, I just really felt, you know, the pain just coming through me with that song and years after I really couldn't listen to that song. I want to say for probably a good 10, 15 years afterwards, you know, cause it was such a traumatic experience for me. And it just probably took you back to a spot where you're like, you know, I really don't want to think about this. Correct. I do not have very um, fond memories of my biological father. And, you know, with that being one of them that stuck out, you know, it's just, uh, it is, it is kind of painful, but it also, you know, it made me realize that music can, oh, I don't know what the wording is I'm trying to look for, but music's always there if you're in pain, if you're happy, if you're, you know, want to change of your mood or anything like that. Music's always there to either help explain your pain or, you know, just with the good beats and everything, make you happy, you know. <clears throat> I'm here for that, man. I am here for it. Um, you know, I, I think originally we started off like, okay, how many songs are we going to do? This is going to be the real thing. Like, how many are we actually going to do? And first, Johnny was kind of like, okay, yeah, maybe like 10 or so, whatever. Okay, um, I lied, Mook, 15 or whatever. Sorry, not sorry. <laughs> and I was like, well, I'm glad you said that because I got to a number and I was like, damn, how do I stop here? I, was, I look, you got the 15 and was like, how in the hell do I stop here? <laughs> like, but you know, yeah, man, the, the guest first, man. What, what you want? You want to start off with your first song, or you got anything else before we get into it? Let's go. I mean, if you don't mind, if can we start off with my playlist and do, do yours, or the other way around, or we can trade songs? I don't care. Oh, shoot, whichever way you want to do. If you want to go one, like then I do mine, or if you want to trade back and forth, either way. Trade back and forth is fine with me. That's perfect. We'll just go go down the list and, you know, just more of a mixtape vibe, huh? Hell yeah. So, so the first song on my list is Post Traumatic Love by my favorite current band, Actors. It was released in 2012, if I'm not mistaken. And I just love the vibe and the energy of the song. I uh, discovered it on the, there is a weekly release on Spotify called Discover Weekly. Okay. And it happened to be on there about, oh, I don't know, five years ago. And out of those five years, I think three of them, it was my top, my top played song. And you know, it's been in the top five ever since, and it's probably in an 
numerous amounts of playlists that I have on Spotify. Was this your introduction to actors or had you known about them prior? I had not known about them prior. Um, They actually listening to that song and um, the Spotify made like actors radio, the artist radio station that they do um, just open up a wealth of undiscovered music for me. And it was through that one song on discover weekly that it just opened up the floodgates. Last thing I'm going to ask about that before um, I get to my first song. Is this the same group from Homegirl that you sent me that I told you I am in love with now? Is it Shannon? Um, Maybe. I need to go find the picture. Oh, Reckless. Yes. Yes, it is. This she, is, them. is the, she is the keyboard, the synth player. Sorry, Shannon. Apologies. But she is the synth player for actors and her uh her project is called leathers that was and yes that was the one you sent me and i was like yo i don't know what i'm listening to but this is fire right now <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah she is uh she is just a brilliant a brilliant um folk like i'm sorry visual and us uh, recording artist so she can do tattoos she can do paintings she's done artwork for me you know and then she goes in the studio and performs so you guys i actually know each other like for real, for real. oh most definitely that is incredible I, um i don't like to what's the word i'm looking for i just you know i don't want to make a shout out there to another podcast but i was just recently on midnight midnight looms i'll give them the love i remember that i I remember checking you out on that joint and um so you know they are an alternative podcast for alternative music and um i got the call from DJ Goobs to uh, because I was one of their top supporters and you know just the whole band Jason Shannon Kendall and Adam are just such genuine people it's so cool I met three of the four of them when I was in Cincinnati and I saw them on their North American tour um, and they're just, they're so nice. It's just like, hey, these are people just like me. That's you always know? the dopest. Oh, yeah. So genuine, so pure, so positive. And they show it, you know, they show it through their uh, music. And Jason is just an engineering genius, you know. He, him and I... Uh, talk here and there i know he's super busy right now because they're getting ready to ramp up for touring again but yeah they're they're very good friends of mine or at least i consider and i know that they consider it as well so shout out to actors 
Hell yeah, man. <sighs> I, I did like the track as well. I've listened to all the you know tracks that Johnny sent me and really rock with though. I think the little bit of notes I said. See, I don't want to offend anyone and everything because I mean I feel like in me saying it, this is a super high honor, but I only know so much rock. And I was like, you know, it's giving me like a kind of tame Impala vibe, but I really love the bop of it. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. I mean, it definitely brings you back to like mid 80s synth. Oh, I got synth written down on a lot of the tracks you sent me, whatever. And I love that because I've, you know, I'm, I'm going to get into it with another artist I noticed on your list, uh, you know, about twice or three times where I'm just like, yo, it, it's funny to me because not really with her, but with a lot of people kind of AKA Miley Cyrus, Dua Lipa, whatever. I'm like, you know, we're old enough to realize like, you know, compared to the kids, like, hey, this is just 80s, like synth pop, but just modernized, <laughs> you know? Right. I just, I love how a lot of the newer artists are kind of going to the old school ways of making music. I feel like it's always happened to a degree and everything. It's just, you know, people kind of be like, oh, well, you know, there's, I mean, maybe with hip hop, at least it's like, oh, you sampled everything from XYZ era or whatever. And now it's like, I can kind of, like, I know the songs and I'm like, how do you not know this? This is TLC, da 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 from Crazy Sexy Cool album in 96, you know? <laughs> For sure. I mean, and we just kind of, if we piggyback off of that, you know, let's just go, if you don't mind. Mm hmm right into yours man so ah, first record i got up here it is from her newest album 333 which just released uh, about two or three weeks ago whatever and it was the lead single and it has been my favorite track up there and loki the entire project was kind of fire not even kind of the, the project was fire tanache the track is called um unconditional so I had never really listened to Nasha like that. And I know a lot of people were kind of like, yo, you know, blah, blah, blah. Like, she's pretty dope. Okay. I, I never really gave her a chance. She popped up on new music one day. I'm, I always go to R&B first before I go to even hip hop at this point. And I'm like, hey, this is pretty much pop. I love it. I got a couple tracks in. was like, hey, I'm digging this. It got to this record and I almost lost my mind. I will say, guys, go check out the entire 333 project. It's incredibly dope. Nasha did her damn thing. This record is incredible. I kind of wish my, and it's not even a slight. My only thing is I like the first part of the record, but the entire song is just crazy. Like she went on her ballad side on part two, which of course, you know, I'm still going to sing my ass off or whatever, but yeah, Tanache, Unconditional, fire. First record I got picked out. Heck yeah, man. I mean, dude, I love how it changes like rhythmic gears about halfway through the song and it just sets the vibe for the entire playlist you sent me right and that was the first track i'm just like yo this is what i'm this is what i'm talking about and it's gonna come to another track in a little bit where it's like hey yeah you know you thought we was doing it nope here's another record and she collabs with wax motif and cash page i mean come on yo cash page next man i'm trying to tell people yeah i'm telling you she's next if y'all do not know I, i heard her on like a I forgot what track I heard her on or whatever featuring some, or she was featuring on somebody's joint. I was like, yo, she is next. Like, I don't really think she's like 18 or 19. Right. Sensing. Oh yeah. She, yeah, she's definitely, does she have like five studio albums? Something like that. Like already. 
Yeah, and she's got her own record label too, if I'm not mistaken. So, so what you got next, bro? Uh, if I'm not mistaken, second song I sent you was uh, "Fascination Street" by The Cure. Back in 1989, the first American single from the album Disintegration. And I'm telling you, Mook, I love The Cure in the mid 80s. Mm-hmm. They came out with a trio of dark albums uh, 17 Seconds, Faith, and Pornography were just classic dark goth albums and then and then like 84 through 87 they were going through some changes with personnel and you know just the regular music industry you know sex drugs and rock and roll right right um and they kind of got to where they were kind of poppy and goofy and I'm just like, Oh, what's this? You know? And so I just kind of turned them off a little bit. And then one day I just heard fascination street come on the radio. I'm like, wait a minute. What is this? And disintegration has been one of those key albums in my life. And fascination street was the start of it. I have a quick question for you. Yes, sir. This song came out what year, you said? 1989. Why did I I write down? I think 87. Why did I write down, yo, like, I love this dope rock record. It's giving me a fusion of, like, modern and kind of early 2000s vibes. (laughs) I definitely thought this was, like, early 2000s. Dude, I want to say 89 is when, yeah, because... It was 1989. You had me questioning myself for a second. No, you were good. I wasn't, I, trust, I was like, wait, I definitely thought this was from 2000. <laughs> like, at least because, no, no, I, I've never, cause like, okay, besides the songs that you probably have sent me like previously or whatever, or mm-hmm. former playlists or whatever, if you guys don't know, you know, we already dropped that uh, monthly playlist that, we, you know, every month or whatever. And your boy Johnny Utah has been contributing the last two months, you know? A little bit alternative vibes. Besides that, I have I don't be hearing a lot of these songs, <laughs> but that's why I love it. I love expanding. But go ahead, p- finish this song. No, uh, so Fascination Street. It's just one of those songs that you know you can be mad at the world at. You can be happy at the world. It was written on a drunken night in New Orleans. It's how they came up with the song. That's some of the best writing, let me tell you. I mean, I've never been oh, to yeah. New Orleans, but. Right. The other part. So, yep. Such a great tune. And I still love it to this day. Yep. 1989, dude. Two years before I graduated high school. Man. Man, oh, man. Um, the next record I have, and this is going to be, I'm not going to say controversial because. Only God knows how I'm about to feel about it or whatever. But um, I was pretty tied up the past weekend, you know? Mm-hmm. Normally, I get off Friday. I, I chill out for a little bit. And I listen to the new records, you know? Mm-hmm. 
I didn't get to do that this week. So as of the time of this recording, I have not heard the new Division Ty Dolla Sign album, which when they said they were going to drop a collab tape, I said, okay, don't tease me because I have been on Division since the first like project. Like I heard about, oh, it's this group Division. I didn't even know they were a group. I thought it was one dude, which is one dude singing it. And of course, a producer, you know, I just heard like, yeah, you know, Drake has his new artist Division. And I'm like, Oh, okay. And their first record, September 5th, still one of my favorite albums or whatever. Like, just insane. Mm-hmm. I'm going to review it on a September 5th, one of these damn. That's actually coming up. I need, matter of fact, yeah, you know what? <laughs> it, something spoke to me. Because I think I missed like the five year anniversary last year. Right. So, fuck, I might have to make up for that or whatever, you know. But no, they, their first record, September 5th, was insane. Um, the second record, also pretty dope and the one they dropped last march like right before covid was absolutely bonkers so to just see them still working and then collabing with ty dollar i was like and, and ty dollar is, so, is someone who is i feel like he's not exactly my favorite i love his features i don't want to be that guy but like for him his music himself it doesn't really do it for me but I've always been a fan of just certain things with them. The song I have up here next is I Believed It by Division, Ty Dolla Sign, and the late, the great, rest in peace to Mac Miller. I picked this one because this was the single they dropped a couple of weeks ago. I remember when, like, the, the joint dropped. They're like, oh, they have a new, like, you know, Mac Miller feature. I'm like, okay, don't toy with me. Then that, like, it, it took them, like, two weeks, and it finally dropped. And I was like, oh, shit. And cool little record. I'm only hearing that the album is even better than this initial single. So maybe this won't be my favorite record from it because I haven't heard the album yet, but I had to go to the song that I knew. Anytime someone has some unreleased Mac Miller feet, you know, vocals or whatever, I'm going to go straight to that or whatever. I mean, y'all sat up here and heard me and my man, Sam, in our feelings like after he passed, you know, back in 2019, just... Just really rough, man. That's Just really rough. So, have you heard this single or not? Yes, yes, I have heard this okay. single. I just haven't heard the I rest mean, of the album. I really was digging the early '90s R&B vibe that was going on, bro. They're, in, I'm telling you, but both of them are insane. It, it doesn't make no sense. And I think, um, I, I don't know about the relationship with Division, but I know like Ty Dolla and Mac were pretty cool, right? And Division is, like you said, on Drake's uh, o- OV label, isn't he? Yes, sir. Aren't they? Aren't yeah, OVO. So, yep. So, just a straight up, I mean, just like with Unconditional, just kind of keeps that vibe going that I absolutely love in your playlist. I tend to do this and everything. And, of course, you know, last night before we get to your third one, I, I just, I don't know, man. I feel like, you know, there's certain things. And I have, like, you know, I, I still am a lover of hip-hop. But mm-hmm. the last couple of years, R&B has really just taken my soul, man. <laughs> like, Dude, like, just, R&B with a little bit of blues in there, just. I, I no. hate it when these people say, oh, R&B's dead. No, y'all just don't want to, like, R&B's, like, underground now and i kind of like it like i mean even when the uh, people who are underground kind of come up like i was listening to her in like 2014 mm-hmm. 15 something like that like because she yeah she she did a re yeah it was 15 because she did a remake of, of drake song or whatever like 
it, it takes now for people to be like, oh yeah, her. She's like, I'm like, dog, I, I was trying to get y'all on her like years ago. <laughs> people don't want to listen, man. But hey, what's, what's, what's your third one? Third one, uh, it's by another synth band from the 80s, but this one was released, yeah, probably 1990. But it is Enjoy the Silence by Depeche Mode. Um, everyone that's ever heard of New Wave or you know, the British, the second British invasion knows who the Pesh Mode is. You know, they rank up there with the Cure, with Duran Duran, you know, all, all those uh, new wave bands, the police. Opposed to the police. Club. Oh, yeah, definitely. But Enjoy the Silence was a huge single, not just for in the UK, but also in America, it was such a huge, huge hit right right on the heels of uh, Personal Jesus that came out right before it. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, it is their second single off the Violator album, which is one of their most well-known albums that they've ever released. So I did get I this one right. I said, you know, it's giving me that late 80s kind of early 90s synth pop definitely i like the almost dark overtures of it you know (sighs) even with uh fascination street uh the song right before it you know just kind of a little bit of darkness a little bit to it just helps that vibe out for me sometimes you just want to listen to music and relax and not have anyone bother you these are some of the songs you play Hell yeah. Um, my next record is a new one. I think I heard like two weeks ago. And this one was actually, like I said, you know, Friday, I get home, listen to music. Um, I think it was on the R&B, like singles, like section or whatever. So, you know, not part of an album or anything like this, whatever. But Kiana Lede, which I never know if I'm saying it right or whatever, but yeah, Kiana Lede featuring Kaylani, your best <laughs> friend. Oh my God, man. See, and I'm not even going to go too far into it because, you know, this is not that type of night and it's not Friday. But I'm going to just say, give this a spin. Everything Kaylani since her album last year has been hot fire she's not missed she's not missed i said it when like the homie tucker shot to him when we reviewed justin bieber's uh project and everything i was like she was the best part about that damn album or whatever and she was only up there for barely a minute a fun fact about kehlani she is in the top 288 in spotify monthly listeners with over 14.4 million Dog, she's fire, man. Trying, I'm, Monthly like, listeners. I can't believe that. I always kind of knew about her, but I didn't get right. it at first. Like, shout out my homie Ellen. She was like, yo, you got to listen to this, heart, this, this girl, Kehlani, man. And I was like, I don't really get it. And then I heard an EP she had dropped, like eight records. I forgot mm-hmm. what it's called right now. And I was like, I love this. And then when the album dropped, like right the year after, I'm like, yeah, I'm a fan. <laughs> I'm officially a fan. Oh, yeah. Oh, definitely. <laughs> and then putting, you know, Kayana with her. Oh, my yeah. God. Dear Lord, dude. 
Keanu Lady is crazy, man. Like she, yeah. You know. Also, somebody next. Ugh. Just straight up fire. <sighs> what right. you got next, bro? Well, I've got probably my favorite song from my favorite soundtrack. Okay. Uh, the record's called Night Call, and it's by Kowalski. I don't know if I'm saying that 100% correctly. Yo, fam, I, when I first saw that, I said, yo, now Utah's going to have to come in here and get this right, because I do not <laughs> know if I'm saying that one right or not, but I was, I'm going to type it. I don't know if you've ever watched the movie Drive with uh, Ryan Gosling. Mm-mm, no. If you have not, you need to. And it's one of those movies that I think without the soundtrack, it would absolutely have bombed and not be the cult classic it is today. We're old enough to remember soundtracks, man. Like soundtracks used to make the movies or whatever. And I'm not even trying to say like, oh, I'm old enough. Like, for example, my brother was schooling me on shit. Like, yo, you know what I'm saying? Most of these nineties movies or whatever, like they're what they are because of the soundtrack or whatever. Like people talk about the boomerang soundtrack and above the rim and all that stuff, at least. Oh, most definitely. Boomerang soundtracks. Fire, dude. Love it. But even like back in the Halloween, you know, the original the original score for that, if they didn't include that in the movie, you know how awful that movie would have been? <laughs> they still wouldn't be making versions now. Right. They, like exactly. they're about to literally drop a new one. Exactly. But Night Call, I actually have the 12 inch single of that on obviously on vinyl but I have it hanging up on my wall it's just it's such a cool record I can't say enough about it it's just got that tone to it it's just you know you could just go driving forever just like you know the title of the movie my note for this one was um the first one I said, I was like, I swear I've heard this from somewhere. I just cannot put my finger on it. So you said it was, it was score for a movie. I was like, okay, I probably have heard it. and just didn't even recognize it. Mm-hmm. Um, I love the kind of rock, kind of almost techno-ish, you know, vibe it had. Yeah, I love how they, you know, almost the voice in it is almost, I don't want to say synthesized, but it was definitely altered a little bit to yeah. make almost a robotic sound. You know, which I really dug and still dig to this day. Yeah, I I I, I loved it. I really dig it. And the oh. the singer, do you do you know who the singer exactly? Like, what, her name? His name? That oh, was a he. This is correct, sir. I thought it was. Oh man, <laughs> you good? You good? Uh, what do I have now? Oh man. Probably one of the more underrated singers, songwriters that I know about that is hilariously, hilariously talented. Man, oh man. I I don't even, I I don't even know how to get into my next one, man. (laughs) When I tell you like this also like, you know, unconditional, whatever I have played and I played and I played and I played and anyone who's listening that knows me personally, (laughs) 
knows that when her last album dropped, I don't care if it was the pregame. I don't care if we need to listen to some, you know, whatever. I had the homies over here at the like spot or at the other homie spot or whatever. Dead ass listening to Snow Allegra's album because there was nothing wrong with the album. Nothing. She literally had <laughs> like, I don't want to say she's modern day Sade. I know people, whatever the, the Sade comparisons. I mean, I still listen to Sade like weekly, like she's a new artist, <laughs> but Snow Allegra, this next track lost you is the second record off her, um, off her new album, the temporary, what is it? Uh, temporary minds of the violet skies. So fucking fire. Snow is, I can't believe I didn't even, I mean, I knew about her prior to the last album, but it was kind of just like, oh, like Drake had sampled her on a record. But no, she's absolutely incredible. I can't get enough snow. I literally, <laughs> Johnny, I don't know if you was in the one stream or whatever. I literally just played her entire album was like, hey, I'm sorry, guys. Y'all gonna just have to hear snow now. You know, I think you're, you were having a bad night at MLB and you're yes. like, I've got to drop this album. And you're like, and I think you said, you guys are going to love this. And About to get snow on a winter. I mean, it's snow on a oh. summer night. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. I think that was like almost a month ago, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, man. I'm telling you, like, is when, when she dropped, like, I didn't know she was dropping. So when I just looked one day in like, because I, I don't even think no one texts me or whatever. So I was like, okay, this was a total surprise because people know how I fuck with snow. When I just looked and saw snow, I was like, oh, this is a flute. When I saw a full <laughs> LP, I almost lost my mind. But yeah, this is my favorite record up there. Lost you. She went absolutely. I'm still you dissecting know. this new album to the fact where the other day I was listening to the old album and I'm like, <coughs> I, just, I, I just can't, man. She got to stop. She's got to oh. stop. Yeah, she ain't stopping. I mean, she's, she's collabed not, with it. I don't want her to. She's collabed but... with uh, who? Uh, the duo that did i believed it uh division. oh yeah division division yeah you oh, know bro yeah they were on the last record yeah it was on the last record common and lisa keys neptunes and tyler the creator i mean you know don't come on. don't quote me here but i think she is mar- like at least marriage wise somehow i think it's her sister uh-huh. is like has some connection to pharrell is what i heard that, on you his, know, to be the, honest with you, that would make sense. I'm gonna send you that a song would. after this or whatever. Like the next track, uh-huh. literally after this one or whatever on the album, it's like okay. for, like so it has a Pharrell sample up there. I thought, yeah, I thought I read up on her collabing with Pharrell. So, yeah, send it. I will definitely give it a spin. But yeah, let's we got We got to we got to move on because I could talk about snow for hours, man. My God, what, what's you're, your next record? Oh. Well, my next record is probably by one of my former favorite bands, Duran Duran. Uh, it is called Last Chance on the Stairway. This shit was it is fire. Dude, it is probably the most underrated song on a loaded album. Their second album, Rio, is loaded with singles. It's got Rio on there. Like, like the, wolf? the Wolf is on there. Saver Prayers on there, The Chauffeur, which a lot of people absolutely loved because it was the first song that the original five members wrote and made music together and made that song. So 
uh, new religions. New religion is one of the most played songs on, in their uh, set list. Same with Hold Back the Rain. You know, I could name every song and give you a review on on that album. But Last Chance on the Stairway just, you know, was, I would just call it your typical pop song. It just had a great melody, had a, you know, great verse, great chorus, just an all-around great song. And it never got, like, what they did back in the day in the 80s was uh, do extended remixes of songs. And this never got a remix. It never got, you know, released as a single. You know, it kind of got just snuck under the radar there. And it's probably... You know, it's in my top five forever favorites. It, it's funny how the universe works, because literally, like when you sent me this and I, this was um the way the playlist worked out or whatever, I had it on shuffle. So this was okay. the last song I heard. Right. Oh, and I saw the awesome bro. So I, I saw the I saw the album cover and I was like, I know this. And <laughs> then literally like a week ago or something like that, my girl watches E or Bravo. I don't know which one it was, but um, they were on the the late night with Andy Cope. It was Andy Cope. Yeah, yeah they Cope. just they just performed a song on there. They just they were up there, or whatever. And my girl had no clue who they were. And I was like, you know Duran Duran. She's like, <laughs> I was like, you know, her name is Rio. And I was like, I was like, you know, hungry like the wolf. And she's looking at me like I'm crazy. And I'm like, I know Duran Duran. Like, come on, <laughs> dude. But I was like, I was like, you know, she doesn't get music like I do, or whatever. But like, no, I had a whole little thing of. I really went back and shout out VH1, man, VH1 classic, whatever. I, I went back and learned most of these, you know, 80s, like just popular bands and groups and shit. Man. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, you you even mentioned all them songs. Whatever. I'm like, yeah, the album does kind of sound kind of stacked. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. It was their second album and they just they blew it out of the park. They, you know, they just phenomenal phenomenal uh songs on that their first two albums are just amazing but this one like i said this is definitely my favorite off that album and it's the uh probably the least noticed song on the album um at this point or whatever i'm getting to like a little bit of a, a kind of a hip-hop phase or whatever so and i'm gonna yeah. skip around a little bit after this or whatever but this next record this was actually something I just heard over the weekend. Shout out to homie Don. He sent it over to me. And it is Trippy Red and Drake Betrayal. He actually told me it's kind of like some new version of like, I forgot what he called the shit or whatever, but it's pretty much like, oh, they're rapping on beats that sound like they're in like a video game or anime or something. I was like, well, yeah, I can tell. <laughs> but I was like, I want to hear what the hell Drake sounds like on this shit. So I don't even want to get into the whole thing with Kanye or whatever. He threw some shots. I loved it. Drake's going to always take his shots. And I probably could have picked the song with Drake and the one homie or whatever that dropped a couple of weeks ago or whatever because Drake snapped on that joint. I picked this Trippy mm -hmm. song because it was more new. You know, I'm probably going to see how it grows or whatever. I'm not going to go through Trippy's album. I feel like Trippy is actually really talented, but it's like I don't hear a lot of the songs I want to hear because like, I like rapping Trippy. Like, I'm not really a fan of, like, his kind of more singing thing, which is the opposite of most 
my sing rappers or whatever, you know, like who can do both. I normally like their singing more than their rapping, but with Trippy, it's the reverse. I feel like he can actually spit his ass off when he wants to, but, and I literally listened to this and I was like, okay, cool record. And I made the joke to the, the homie and I want to know what you think about it. You know, Trippy Red was originally going to be on God's Plan? Yes, I did know that. Actually. That is hilarious to me. And I was like, yo, if this going to make up for God's Plan or whatever, because I'm like, I'm sorry, bro, but like, I don't know if I could ever get off being on one of the biggest songs of the fucking year. Jesus Christ. Uh, I'll tell you what, I loved how they referenced like Mortal Kombat, uh, Liu Kang, you, you know, just like your buddy said, just the anime video game feel of that record was. I didn't think it could be done. I love the really? fact that like and they pulled modern up. day, we're kind of just like, yeah, like I like video games. I like anime. This is dope. It's not like, you know, like, an, oh, such a nerd. You know, we're not, it's none of that shit anymore. Well, everybody's a nerd then. But, yeah, so I love that like nerd culture is now like mainstream. I, I don't like the fact that it's mainstream, but I do like the fact that it's like we're out here, you know? Right. <sighs> but yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm good on that. Whatever. You can go to your next record, bro. Uh, actually, I'm going to combine the two. Um, oh, let's do it. And and there's a reason why uh, my next two records are from Billie Eilish. I knew it. <laughs> uh, first one being Not My Responsibility. And if you ever get the chance of not playing it on Shuffle, Moop, mm-hmm. not, remi- not, sorry, not My Responsibility plays right into Overheated. Okay, what's hilarious? Overheated came on, and, and then not my responsibility was like the next record. So I heard it reversed. But I literally it wrote down for not my responsibility worked. that like I was like I wasn't annoyed that she pretty much like was just talking because like, it, it gave me an interlude vibes. I was like it's pretty much an interlude. Oh yeah, most definitely. Uh, she said somewhere, and I can't remember where that not my responsibility was some of the best lyrics that she ever wrote because she was defending herself you know about people people uh, calling her out about how she looked and what she wore and how she wore it so before we get to overheated I, I want to step in and say what's wild is like I literally I like I heard like I literally was listening to something earlier today and it was this dude, and he kind of had his daughter, who was a big Billie Eilish fan, and she didn't really understand the new album. Now, I have not heard the new album like how you have. You said, yo, I'm I'm fucking with this new Billie Eilish. It's crazy. And she said, you know, she didn't really know it because it's like, you know, Billie's just kind of talking about the dealings of fame now and everything. And it's like, yo, you can't relate to that. And I'm like, well, I don't think a teenager or the average teenager could relate to what Billy's talking about or whatever us as older men or not even just older men, but just older people or whatever, who've been through more of life can kind of be like, Oh, I get, I kind of get what you're saying. I don't have fame, of course, but you know, I, I, I think I get where, you, where you're going at. I, I get that. But I also, if you put it into a, a relative form of way, mm-hmm. you know, to where you have your good years and your bad years yeah. or, you know, cause you could always relate to an album you know or even just one one of their tracks off the album you know that's like yeah they get what i 
would they get what I'm feeling? You know, those lyrics and those beats are, that's what they're there for. To interpret however you want to interpret it in your life, you know? Because I always say, like, you ever, in little, just, I trust, I promise I won't go too deep in this before we get this overheated because I want to hear your thoughts on that. Like, you, you heard something at the time and it's like, you know, I really just couldn't get it then, but you go back and listen to it later and you're like, why didn't I love this, like, back then like i love this album now and with me i want to say that's probably mac miller's um the divine feminine like at the time mm-hmm. i was out partying and i'm having time of my life and i'm kind of just you know chilling really but listening back like maybe a year or something ago i was like why didn't i love this way more when it dropped and it's like i'm in a relationship now i get more of love i understand what he's speaking about and it's like at the time i was like Yo, I wanted bops or whatever. And I'm getting like, you know, you talking about, you know, and I, I didn't really get it. And it kind of, I had to come back to it. Oh, yeah. There's several songs like that that have been probably released, a, you know, one or two years ago that I'm just getting into. It's like, okay, I can vibe with this now. And I right. never understand why I didn't back then because you're not in the frame of mind to get into it back then, you know, or, I don't know, maybe you're too busy or maybe your music taste was different. Not that, yeah, not whatever, you know, they're uh, releasing at the time. And that happens. Yeah. See, I want to hear what you think about Overheated because you sent me this track Oof. about a week or two ago and you were like, yo, I'm fucking with this entire album. You got to check. And I was like, yeah, I still got to get on that. But I did listen to this song and I was like, I like this. <laughs> I mean, I've, I've liked Billy. I remember like when I first heard her on like Ocean Eyes before they did all the remixes or whatever. I was like, this show isn't. I mean, I didn't know she was as young at the time, but right. I'm a fan. When she released her first record, it was definitely personal. Um, and then when she released this second album you could tell it's you know okay the rise of fame and you know what's good or bad about it and everything and overheat it's just it's definitely a vibe all its own i think on the record from in my opinion and my standpoint but just the beat of it that's what reeled me in just from the get-go i'm like I wish there was an extended remix of this song. And then I found not my responsibility is more of the intro to overheated. And I can't play a few songs without each other right now. But, I love records like that though, too, where it's like, yo, you got to kind of listen to them like simultaneously because not to say that, you know, certain people wouldn't get it, but it's like the artists and they did that on purpose or whatever for you to like, you know, it goes right into it. Like that's, it's, it's, it's always something special and dope. Oh, yeah. And Overheated is just such a great song with great lyrics. And, you know, and she goes again and says, you know, interpret it how you want, you know, because what she's singing about may not be what you're thinking it's about either. So she's very open to, you know, how you translate the song into your own, which is, I think, really cool. Hell yeah. I loved it, man. I'm going to have to go get that entire album a spin. As you should. So I'm kind of getting into the the kind of hip-hop version of my playlist and everything. And next record I want to talk about, um, well, actually the next couple of records I'm going to talk about are from actually people I, uh, two people I know and one I've actually chatted with in a way. 
the first one is by my actual homie. You know, I, I, I can call this man a legit brother, actually. Um, Don Stefan 24 or XXIV, you know, for y'all people that don't know Roman numerals. <laughs> the song's called Destiny. It's actually like a little Lucy. He came out here for the homies and everything. Just drop it. Um, he's actually doing a project now. It's in the works called um, 919 Forever coming out real soon i think he like last time we chatted he's about 85 percent done with the record and you know i'm not trying to plug or you know any type of stuff like that but i am actually on about three or four tracks so that's pretty damn cool you know and me and don actually have multiple tracks together too so i mean it's 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 just it's, it's really interesting and really amazing incredible to see someone who i've known for years now take his craft way more seriously he's in a professional studio getting his stuff mixed mastered all that stuff and to be a part of this journey with him and see him just i mean i feel like every record i, I tell him and i'm like yo i'm not just fucking with you like you're getting so much better it's crazy like i i feel like i can write a little bit and everything but like my man like just he's on his shit and he, he motivates me because sometimes I'm like, oh man, I'm not really feeling this or whatever. It's like, yo, move, no, you need, you need to, uh, you need, you, I, got, I got this joint especially for you and everything, man. Or I want you on this joint. And it's like, he, he keeps me motivated. We have the craziest talks about just everything from music to life and just really a dope dude, man. I cannot wait for y'all to hear that project when it comes out. But yeah, this song Destiny was a Lucy. He dropped out there to hold us over until that project comes out. Hey, Mook, you remember when we talked earlier about Mickey? Mm-hmm. Don Stefan 24 was who I was actually talking about with the 12 monthly followers. Got, oh, gotcha. Yeah. That, yeah, is, yeah, that yeah. is that is my bad. However, I have to tell you, this is probably my favorite song on the playlist that you sent me. Hey! Uh, just the R- R&B the soul in it, the rapping, he's definitely onto something. Uh, I wish, you know, maybe ask him, hey, can you do an extended remix? No, I'm joking. But it is a, <laughs> it is a fire record. Like I said, it is definitely my favorite out of what you sent me. Yeah, so man, it's, it's, ever, it's really incredible. So if you talk to him, tell him. And, you know, if you guys go check Bro Out or whatever, you can actually see a song of their Kings that um, I am featured on. So go check that out, you know. Duly noted. You know, we <laughs> that, that one's on all streaming platforms. You go check the SoundCloud. We have way more records up there and everything. But, hey, you know, we have an I mean, we the whole city has an official project coming out real soon or whatever he's putting on for our hometown, man. Like, bro, really got some shit in the works or whatever. But. You know, let's keep that in your minds or whatever. I've been reminding y'all every pod. I'm, I'm getting annoyed with it. I'm sorry, not sorry, because like I said, I'm on four fucking records, man. On the album, it's going to be on fucking streaming. It's kind of insane. Now we're not on the way, man. Uh, what you got next, bro? I think I am going to skip a couple, um, if you don't mind. Oh, yeah. Uh, probably one of the records that threw you off with the band name had to have been Gang Signs. <laughs> I love the al- I love the album co- like the photo art. Right, 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 right. Uh Unami, you know, my friend in French. It's such a great record. Um I know that 
they came out with an album a few years ago called uh, Delivery. And they, uh, Peter, which is the lead vocalist, um, released three or four singles after that album that were actually made prior to Delivery. And this was one of them. And this happened to be my number one played song on Spotify two years ago. Okay. So, yeah, fun fact, the drummer for Gang Signs is also the drummer for Actors. Okay. So, I just love how Adam can go from, you know, that indie post-punk dark wave style to, you know, almost a hip hop beat mixed with, you know, synth level rhythms from one band to another. He is very talented. This was also like, I have, I have written down for a couple of these records and everything. Yo, if you can hit them up and everything, tell them, I love this fucking instrumentation. <laughs> I thought it was fire. I want to send you the whole delivery album, actually, and see what you think of it, because it's really cool how they can go from, you know, these lush lyrics and ambient sounds to, you know, almost hip hop slash reggae, you know, with a little bit of bluesy in there and just are on fire with it on point a hundred percent. It's one of those albums I'll probably never because I have it on vinyl. I will never sell it, never get rid of it ever. Hell yeah. Um the next record I have is also another person that I know. Like I actually ran into um the most recent time I, I went out and everything and it's a local homie where I live at now here in Greenville, uh, named Vontae, and he dropped a new project called Ready about a week ago, two weeks ago, maybe a week or two ago, something like that. But the record I picked by Vontae is called Not You. There's a video for it on YouTube and everything. They shot the video for this one. And I think Ready's about nine, ten records. Hey, man. I didn't even know bro rap like that and everything, but now nah, bro was spitting on this entire album. I went and checked it out the other day and I was like, okay, because he, he had sent it to me. He was like, yo, move my joint drop. And I was like, ah, shit, you didn't tell me he was about to release something. I didn't know, he, like, he said, yo, I'm about to release something, but I'm thinking, like, you know, it's going to be a little minute. He's like, no, 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 like, you know, I didn't know he meant, like, okay, it's, it's already about to drop. <laughs> so I love the entire thing, but this one's probably my favorite. Got a video, go check out the homie Vonce. I'm telling you, fire. You know, I wrote down definitely fire on my notes for this album, for this record. The lyrics were on point. This dude was definitely spitting out the lyrics. Blowing his ass off. I'm just like, yeah. Oh, yeah. I just absolutely loved it. I need to actually go through your playlist a few more times, you know, so I can just get the gist of everything because I'm all about beats and lyrics. And Vontae's one of those I'll probably have when we repeat more than a few times. Hell yeah, man. I'm telling you, the entire project is really dope, whatever. And then, you know, man, it's getting towards the end of um, 
August anyway. So that new September one's coming up or whatever. Get some more records from you and everything to mix all up in there. You know, <laughs> for sure, for sure. Uh, what you got up next for the people? <sighs> well, I'm kind of torn, you know, and I might mix two together just because it was a phase I was in back in the late 80s, early okay. 90s. So I am going to do a twofer again. Um, the first one was probably this close of being smells like teen spirit from Nirvana and it's head like That's a, a hole record. from oh definitely head like a hole from Nine Inch Nails just an absolute beast of a record uh, it was their second single off a of pretty hate machine I got into Nine Inch Nails for two reasons. First of them being Trent Reznor, who is was Nine Inch Nails at the time. He's from Cleveland, Ohio. And, you know, I'm in central Ohio, just outside of Columbus. Oh, yeah. So an in-state artist, he's like, oh, okay. And then also because he was on an independent uh, label, TVT Records, and not a lot of people knew about them. And I had heard down in it from my prom date at the time. I think her, her name was Amy. And I'm like, what's this? And I, you know, put it in my CD player. And I'm like, oh my God, this is awesome. And then I heard head like a hole. And I'm like, holy cow. I'm like, Nine Inch Nails is going to be this shit one day. And lo and behold, they were. I'm I'm glad that you added this because I mean of course you know I would I would have known and loved a Nirvana song as well. I actually I went through my whole phase of around rock band and guitar hero. I'm like okay, I went and listened to a lot of people I was actually playing and whatever. Like yo Nirvana, like I get why people were losing their minds back in the day. But I've heard a lot about Nine Inch Nails, but I don't think I've ever listened to a track until this, and I was really impressed. I was like okay, I can fuck with this. Yeah, I need to send you a playlist of some vintage nails because it's definitely worth diving into hey if it's anything like this or whatever you got me bro <laughs> um the second track i want to talk briefly about is warlock by skinny puppy back in the day near you know 17 18 19 i was definitely into industrial music and skinny puppy was definitely part of that um, uprising uh, along with Nine Inch Nails and Ministry and Front 242. I think Front 242 is from Belgium. And just these heavy guitar riff synth heavy bands that just like loud noise. And then comes along this song, Warlock, that's just way off the beaten path. And it's definitely nothing you expect from an industrial band. And I just totally love the song. Also, like the Nine Inch Nails song I wrote down, like just dope ass hard rock, man. You know what I'm saying? Like oh, my yeah. rock is definitely not to the level of yours and everything, but like I can still just appreciate, you know, good music. Oh, definitely. This being it's, one of them. Yeah. And you know, Warlock was just, you know, 
being drunk off your ass when you're, you know, 18, 19 years old and just hearing the bass just simmer through the walls and just, you know, just shaking your whole body just by the, and it's not even ambient sound, but it's just, oh, it's just there and it just fills your body. I love it. Um, I think the next record I'm going to go to, since I'm still on people who, like I said, not necessarily, well, I, I know the first two homies. And this one, I don't know if I want to say I know her, but like we've actually communicated before. Um, I listen to, well, not listen to, <laughs> I, I do another pod actually with the homie um, Don Stefan called From the Roots to the Top, where we talk about music in general, whatever. It's our collab together. So, of course, you know, we thought of name, thought of all the stuff, whatever. You know, we do that. Haven't done one in a while. But, hey, you know, like I said, bro's busy. He's doing some stuff. So, hey, but, you know, from the roots to the top, we'll be back soon. But we we do a thing where we kind of put on, like, hey, here's an artist that you need to check out because they're going to blow up. And this next record is was actually one of my picks for, you know, artists. Hey, check her out. She's out of Texas. I don't know what part exactly. I don't know if it's Dallas or Houston. I can't remember. But XB Valentine. Incredibly, incredibly dope kind of rapper, singer. She's really talented. And in this particular song, Forgiveness, featuring Bone Thugs in Harmony. Like, (laughs) when I say... Okay, this record's cool. And literally right before we started this or whatever, she dropped a picture with her and Paul Wall where she's like, hey, we got a new record coming out soon. Drop this or whatever if you want to hear it. But it's coming out September 3rd. And when I had first heard her, it was like just looking around on the internet and everything. And I just found her and I was like, yo, she's, this is dope. Like, this is really dope. She's talented. She's still kind of indie and everything. And it was like after that, I remember she, she, she actually she hit me up and said, Yo, I heard you guys on the pod and everything. She dropped the like little bit of us talking about her on her Instagram story. That was incredibly dope. She didn't have to do that. And she was like, hey, I appreciate that or whatever. Y'all keep doing y'all thing. And I'm like, dude, like, wait, what? (laughs) You actually hit me? Like, that's, you know, just real humble, incredibly dope. She's she's getting out there. And it's so incredibly dope to even see that and everything like uh. I've seen her open up for like Frankie J. And then, like I said, she's doing songs with Bone Thugs now. She's got a track, like she track or tracks or whatever with Paul Walsh. Kind of just dope to see her like rising up and everything and just being like, yo, like we was telling you to get on her or whatever. So when she blows up, hey, if this first time y'all hearing about her or whatever, she's on the rise and everything. Y'all gonna see, hear about her real, real soon or whatever. Dope, talented artist, XB Valentine. Mook. I love how she uses big words in her lyrics. <laughs> Yo, you she know, be spitting, man. Four or, five, you, right? four or five syllables. It's like, man, there ain't going to be a lot of people that understand that, but I do. Uh, and then her, I love how it's not monotone, but mm-hmm. I love how she just, you know, especially in this record, how she's very, you know, she doesn't like go from, one end of the vo- vocal spectrum to the other. She kind of keeps it within line the whole way through. And I, and I think for that song, it absolutely works. And she's just got brilliant lyrics. Yes. 
and of course, I mean, both us and Harmony or whatever. I mean, we can we can, we no, can spend I mean, time on them or yeah, whatever. I mean, yeah. we already know the legends that I they mean, are. But. <laughs> yeah, for sure. But just Definitely. to even be on a track with Bone Thugs and Harmony is pretty damn dope or whatever. Because I, I like that. I, I don't think, I mean, like I said, I don't want to, you know, just disrespect her at all because it's all love and she even knows that or whatever. You know, like I said, we've communicated. But just she's not on a major label yet. And to be doing this stuff already is insane. I mean, if you're in the Texas area or whatever, make sure to check out XB Valentine. It's going to happen. She's going to get big. You watch. What you got next, man? How many we got left each? I got a couple more because you've been doubling up or whatever. I mean, I can go ahead and do another one if you want me to. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, I think I've got three left. Okay, yeah. I'll go ahead and do another one real quick and then we can get to another one of yours. Um, Since we're kind of on like still of a indie vibe, I'm going to go to this next record. By someone who literally, I love whenever you just like playing music or whatever and you finish like a playlist and or album and it just, you know, at least with Apple, whatever, that's mainly what I listen to stuff on. It sends you to something else. So when this record called you by McGee, which is spelled M-K dot G-E-E popped up. I was like, wait, what am I listening to? Hold up. Wait, wait, wait. I had to like run it back and be like, <laughs> what is this and you know like when you hear some shit or whatever i will screenshot it real quick and be like okay i need to go back and check this out later because I'm, I'm i'm busy and i i, I want to listen to this again so give me a sec and i went back and was like this shit is fire hold up dope incredible just you know back to you know back in my bag or whatever that r&b vibe just really dope i don't know a lot about dude but i'm gonna check it out because if anything is like this record right here i'm here with it sorry i did not know if that played on your side i just accidentally pressed the button i'm like whoops nah so you by mcgee i gotta tell you i love the funk and the soul of that album of that record the old school guitarist, a little bit bluesish. Uh, I think that was it for me. I'm like, this is cool. So I definitely gave it a couple of listens. As you can see, I have like, I, I just have like a, I have a certain thing of like, you know, just R&B kind of, you know, but with a mix of old soul. But I feel like, not even old soul. I feel like so, you know, like I said, RB is not dead. It's just some of it is underground. Because I had, like I said, I had no clue this is. I'm sure you didn't know have any clue who this is. But on the rise, man, just it's dope music out there. People just ain't looking. That's correct. I mean, there's thousands of songs released every week. Facts. And, you know, it's hard, very hard to listen to every single one in the genres that you like. However, this is one you don't want to miss, you know, because you know, I'm going to look out for Yep. I'm, I'm, I'm going to send you something or whatever. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm going to send you something whenever we finish. And I don't even know if I should send it to you now. If I should wait till it gets cold, because when I heard it, it was freezing outside mm-hmm. by this um, artist from Canada. I want to say she's from Canada um, named Kennedy Road. Oh, bro. Are you, you kidding me? You own Kennedy Road? Oh, yeah. 
Dude. I think we've I think we've talked about her. Before. Okay, I think we might yeah, I think I might have sent some you like, oh yeah, I know this. I'm like, wait, is it yo? Because I, <laughs> I didn't know who she was, but she popped up on the RB joint. I was like, I had no clue about her. It wasn't like any big features, nothing like that. But I'm like, this entire album is crazy. You know, That's- it's really cool when you listen to stuff you know no one else listens to, and all of a sudden one person knows. Dude, like, no, wait, that, what? that's what I'm saying. Like, I find that with you because, like, I remember, like, whenever, like, side note before we get into your next record, when I was sending you, like, because I was like, well, okay, Johnny's going to know all the mainstream stuff I'm going to send. So I was sending, like, the most indie shit I knew. And you were like, oh, I know all this. And I'm like, damn, like, no one knows about these random stuff because I'd be adding on the playlist and they're like, well, where the fuck do you find this? And I was like, bro, I'd be scrolling through Apple Music when releases drop. I'm like, wait, who's this person or whatever? Like, I'll give about the first three records of listen or whatever and if i'm getting a good vibe i'm like yeah i'm gonna go ahead and listen to your project yeah most definitely but yeah it's just really cool to connect with people especially on a music level because i think they're and i don't know how it is for you mook but for me it's like i'm sharing a part of me with somebody else and hopefully they get what I'm listening to. And right. I, you know, definitely feel that with you. That's why we're doing this uh Same. podcast, yeah. I think, huh? <laughs> oh yeah, for sure, man. Say what you got, what All you right. got next or whatever. I get back in some some you know stuff people know. <laughs> well, yeah. Speaking of what people know, obviously everyone's heard of gorillas. Yes. Um Stylo is the name of the record with most deaf and Bobby Womack. I was like, I know this motherfucker did not send me a most deaf and Bobby Womack (laughs) record. What? Bro, I'm fucking with Yasin Bay, you know, aka most deaf or whatever for the people that don't know. (laughs) But just the record is such it's got such a cool beat, but the thing is, is with this record, the first time I heard it, I actually watched the video of it. And I don't know if you're familiar with Gorilla. I've seen the classic videos. video that everyone Gorilla's knows. What's the one like Clint Eastwood or, or uh, oh, Feel Good Incorporated? Yes, that one. Yeah. So everything that they do is animated. That's, you know, that's do we know what they actually look like? Yeah. Or is it like a that puff situation? that punk situation uh have you ever heard of the group blur um song, yes song, from the 90s song two yeah yes. song two Woo-hoo. um yeah so yeah lead, yeah yeah so the lead singer of gorillas is actually the lead singer of blur that is fucking insane <laughs> yeah so uh i think it's uh damon auburn or you know hopefully i got his last name right but yep he him and uh he collaborated with another artist and they made gorillas and it was at the start it was just the two of them uh from what i can remember and they made this virtual band wait wait so gorillas is just two people well they have collaborators now so it started off as two and they got others to collaborate you know there's a because i said the same thing about tame impala i don't know if tame impala is just mike or if it's just like you know is it other people is it just his band like what is it is it like moby 
you know who knows right you know i'm like like yo is this, is this just I, I know he does all the writing and he plays like i think lead guitar too but i'm like right yeah, there's clearly a band with you or whatever like also i know he plays multiple instruments or whatever so i'm like are, are you just doing all of this on some print shit like what's happening yeah i mean and with gorillas you know they uh had their who was it arrested development on their first album yeah and you know it's just it's really cool to collaborate with other artists that maybe you were in conflict with in the 90s like blur was with oasis but then gorillas <laughs> collaborated with noel gallagher uh two albums ago and everything which was the lead guitarist for oasis and stuff and you know it's just it's awesome and i love the video because they're in 3d in an el camino or no they're in a camaro and then bruce willis shows up going after them in an el camino and it's just it's it's awesome dude you have to watch the video for this song i'll do that and I, I, I love it too because definitely way more you but even you know my younger days or whatever videos meant things i feel like now people still do drop videos or whatever like some of the artists and everything at least i like they'll, they'll put some effort into videos i mean there's some where it's just like okay you were all dancing in front of the camera which there's nothing wrong with that so i love a good vibe but back in the day videos were fucking like million dollar productions <laughs> you know what i'm saying right oh yeah um i guess let me see i had something before i went to the next record but i lost it that quick it's gonna come back to me it's gonna come back um it's all right right. next record i have which one am i gonna do oh got to got to do this one next gotta do this one next so this next record i did not know that this existed until last week and it was off me listening to joe button pot i'll give him that shout because you know and I'm shocked I didn't know about this because I love both of these artists. And I just found out apparently they're in, in an item now. Shout out to homie Don told me that. But the next record is Drugs and Hella Melodies by Don Tolliver and Caliucci's. I fucking love Don Tolliver, you know, protege or whatever you want to call it of Travis Scott. Or as I like to say, he's everything I like about singing Travis, but times 10 because he's way better at singing <laughs> you know like i said it's certain people it's like yo you're my rapper but i like it better when you sing tolliver knows his fucking lane and callie fucking yuchis i have been on her since um i want to say she first premiered on uh tyler's cherry bomb album we're gonna talk about tyler in a little bit she dropped an album i think a year after that called i think it was forgiven or something like that but well, i forgot what that, i need to look that up real quick but no that just such a big fan of her she's so incredibly talented her voice is if y'all don't know Kaliuchi's, you're missing out because my god like just incredible this record they were just going back and forth i just i don't have words isolation was the name of the um record by Kaliuchi's isolation i played the living hell out of that album i love all her features with tyler and if her and Don Tolliver gonna keep doing stuff like this or whatever, sign me the fuck up. I've got to agree with you, Mook. I love the opening couple lines. 
of this song too. She had me turned on in like two bars. I was like, damn. <laughs> you know, and that, in that, li- and I'm gonna repeat a lyric. Yes, do it. This pussy puts you right to sleep like a sedative. It's like, wait, what? You know, and I'm like, oh my god, it just maybe just listen to the record. A like everything bit more. about her just oozes sexuality. Not even on like a bad thing or whatever, because. Not only is she gorgeous if you look her up or whatever, but I mean, just oh, so fucking talented. It's ridiculous. If y'all don't, like I said, if some people I still know do not know about Kali Uchis, and it bugs me because I'm like, she is up here, dude. <laughs> like, she's on a lot more stuff than what people realize or whatever. Just so talented. And I think she's going to be going on tour with Tyler soon. And I'm trying to figure out how the hell I'm going to fuck around and go to the Charlotte show, or whatever, because it's two days after my birthday. I need just to make so that tough. happen. Because, Just like go. I said, I don't know if they're ever going to be that close again or whatever. <laughs> oh, yeah. Fantastic record. I definitely listened to this one a couple times as well. <laughs> yeah, bro, I'm, trying, I'm trying to tell you. This is, re- is going to yeah, be real like, vibrational or whatever for uh, Saturday or whatever. I'll get to what I'm doing Saturday later on towards the end. Of oh, class, yeah. So stay tuned for well, that, guys. And, you know, they. I think, if I'm not mistaken, Don Tolliver has collab- collaborated with uh, – um, Wiz Khalifa, JC yeah. Skrillex, you know, Gunna, you know, definitely some. He's some next, man. Big, He's next. Some, the first yeah, time I heard hitters. him, it was like right before Pop was murdered. Um, they were on that. Um, I forgot what it was called at the time, but like pretty much Travis Scott just put his artists all on the record. And I was like, this one dude singing's kind of fire. And then I, I, like, next thing I knew, Don was just everywhere. And I'm like, okay, like, you <laughs> He's 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 definitely he's got something or whatever, man. But he's really just realized like, hey, this singing bag, this is my thing. Like I can rap a little bit too, but this singing bag, this is me. So right, right. Well, I mean, if Travis Scott is listening, I think he needs to make a Cactus Jack compilation album because that would be sick. And that joint was cool or whatever. And I feel bad because I mean, I don't know if pop was actually like one of his artists or whatever or they were just cool because mm-hmm. i mean they dropped the video together for uh you know which i mean i right. love that record because you know my villa coco and every time i say coco just look at me crazy like <laughs> like what, what's happening man <laughs> you know <laughs> right right it's like what's going on and i'm kind of mad we didn't get more collabs for them and everything man unfortunately pop was taking us from us way too soon but yeah oh yeah <sighs> what, you, what you got next i'm gonna have to double up or whatever soon because it's gonna be a couple of records i got yeah i think well, I have, I guess I have, I have three more left, but you know, we can go over with whatever. Um, my next song is by, it's actually a local band okay. called Miller and the Hunks. Um, I'm actually friends with Colin Miller, the nice. lead singer and uh, synth player. Um, but Gravity is one of those songs that just i mean you can drive down the road and actually you know sing the chorus as loud as you want on the top of your lungs and it just works you know it's definitely a a feel good song but if you go by the lyrics it's like you know a loss of somebody you know in a relationship and you know, but then you're just belting out the lyrics because you're sick of it. You're sick of being weighed down by, 
you know, the, your significant other or ex significant other, I should say. Yeah. So, but I just, I love the song though. I have two things about this record right here. Are you ready? I am ready. And when it gets to this part, I want you to actually send this to your man. All right. I hope you're ready okay. for this one. So first, um, I think it was last month's playlist. I can't remember if it was last month or month before that or whatever. Like I said, you've been helping me out. I appreciate it, bro. Because I, I love just hitting up the homies. Been like, yo, what if what, what do I not know? Like, because all my <laughs> friends know different. Like, shout out to homie Q, whatever. Like, when I want to get on some cool ass West, because, you know, most of West Coast raps is like this vibey, you know, kind of just cool, slick shit. When I want some uh-huh. of that or whatever, he'll send me a bunch of just random people I do not know and or I might know them only because of him. And I'm like, yo, this is crazy. What right. I got to say about Miller and the Hugs, this song, Gravity. I remember you sending me this and I was like, okay, yeah, this popped up a couple of times when I'm going back through the, the playlist and everything. The fucking guitar vibes on this song are insane. That's literally what I wrote in all caps. Like, what is happening here, sir? This was insane. I loved it. I was like, you. It's just, it just, it, how they put that together just worked so well. So yeah, you tell them you got a they, they got a fan here in North Carolina, man. I don't care. Well, they have many, I'm sure, all over the world, but just trust. Which boy Mook, they got a new fan now. Another one. Heck yeah. They're I know they're working on another album. I think they moved out to uh Denver nice. uh, with a brief stint in uh Nashville. So Colin, if you're ever gonna listen to this, please keep the music coming. Hell yeah. Love your love your tunes, dude. Love your tunes. Um, I'm gonna follow up with this next record. Man, if you're older than a certain age, whatever, you already know what this is, but you know, I know me and Johnny know it. This is a classic. It was my favorite <laughs> one off the one that just dropped, or whatever. At least when I say just dropped, I love when like just an older artist can do some things and everything. I mean, unfortunately, this artist is not here with us anymore. But, hey, man, I lost my mind on Twitter when I woke up and saw Aaliyah's music was on fucking um, Apple, you know, on streaming, at least, you know, because for years, her music has not been up there besides that first album. But I think that was typically like for next Friday. So, of course, I had to be up there. But I love that they're finally giving us the music back. Rest in peace to Aaliyah. So fucking talented. So incredible. Like gone way too soon. My next record is Four Page Letter by Aaliyah. When I tell you, I had so many songs I could have picked from this album or whatever, but this one was always my favorite, a little bit over one in a million, even though that's the you know title track and you know everything for the album. I just <laughs> I don't know what to say, man. Like I I I I miss Aaliyah. I didn't un- I guess I didn't understand when I was younger, but just you know, it resonates so much more now as an adult. I'm big in R&B, clearly, as we've been hearing all episode. And, man, the fact we're about to get Aaliyah's, I mean, I'm, I'm hoping it's just the beginning of getting her entire discography on uh, streaming. So, had to put that up here, bro. Absolutely, you had to. I can't believe that I remembered this song after the thousands upon thousands of songs that I've listened to over the years. And just to have this one just jump out at me, I'm like, wait, I know this song. Yes. <laughs> you know, and I'm like, 
did she get her you know i didn't know that some of her music was back up and with this one if i'm not mistaken i think missy elliott helped write the lyrics for this tune man missy and tim man like they they were big you know just in Aaliyah's career mm-hmm. I, I like i said I'm, I'm speaking about all this or whatever a lot of this was happening when i was a child you know what i'm saying but looking back and everything like if in you know, they, they're from, I don't know where Leah's from exactly, but I know Missy and Tim from Virginia. I'm here in North Carolina. So, you know, I love that little local stuff. And Aaliyah, man, just, like I said about Mac earlier, man, just going way too soon. Oh, for sure. Um, Classic. For sure. It, still, it still resonates to this, to this day, still resonates. Man, I love it. I'm sure you're not alone, Mook. I'm sure she's inspired a lot of artists. I knew it was real whenever I tweeted it and I was in all caps. I was like, Aaliyah is on streaming. I repeat, this is not a drill. Aaliyah is now on streaming. I got a couple of like retweets and likes and shit from mm-hmm. random people or whatever. And I'm like, yo, I feel like we all were kind of like, yo, we've been waiting for this day, man. I mean, hey, like I said, I don't know exactly the entire circumstances. So I don't want to say anything or whatever. But yo, to her family, I appreciate y'all and everything the newer generation needs to hear these classic records from a talent, a amazing woman that was taken from us way too soon. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I think this record also is a great closer for your playlist. You know, I did your playlist straight through. Gotcha. And just from beginning to the, you know, more of the, hip-hop-ish mood in the middle with you know some rap in there yeah and everything but you you know kept the more of a ambient rb r&b vibe through most of the playlist and this was such a great closer for this playlist that you sent me just so incredible man i mean <laughs> i just yeah i i, I know I, i'm telling you man I'm, I'm, I'm gonna tell you about this all fair or whatever later so i'm gonna just 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 remember that or whatever because Oh, I, sure. I I love the fact that even when I thought about the idea, like, yeah, I should make a monthly playlist or whatever. Like, a lot of times I'm just adding songs, adding songs or whatever. But, like, I eventually want to do something or whatever, even if it's just kind of something shorter where I'm like, this is going to be in a vibe for, like, a week or a month or something or whatever. Like, listen to this, and it's meant to listen to not on shuffle. Like, I, the songs, the way I do it now is like, yo, let's do it on shuffle. Let's talk if you want to listen to whatever, of course. But I want to do something soon or sometime where it's like, yo, this is going to be a score. But that's for later in the day or whatever. Yeah, for sure. I mean, you know, I was thinking back to my transition from The Cure to Nine Inch Nails' Skinny Puppy. You know, that was in a couple year period. Um, And just thinking about that time period and that time frame of what I was listening to is totally different than what I'm listening to now. Right. And I think if I send you that playlist, you would be, I don't want to say you'd be shocked because you know how open minded I am. Yeah. But you'd be like, wow, you're going through some shit. <laughs> hey, man, like, it, it happens, man. Like, I, I remember it's just, I only want to get into it because we got to get to your next one. I remember a time where I was just sitting here, like, yo, why have I been blasting? I mean, I love Elton John or whatever, but just, I remember the, the time I'm like, why have I listened to fucking. I guess why they I guess that's why they call it the blues like five times in a row. <laughs> like what am I going through right now? <laughs> right. Oh, exactly. You know? Exactly. 
But I mean, you can never say enough about Elton John either. I, me and my girl went and saw Rocket Man in theaters when it came out. Uh, fun fact I am good friends with the manager that, oh, what is his name? Mark. It's one of the singers that provo- provided the vocals for Rocket Man. And he's on tour right now. Nice. So, you know, a couple, Mark Mantell, I think is his name. And Mark or Josh, if you're ever listening, kudos to you, my friend. Millions upon millions of views on Facebook. Keep it up. Hell yeah. Uh, what you got next, brother? Well, my next bands, I sorely mistaken for another band back when they first came out. And that would be, I mistaken them for Tool. Huh. So Chevelle definitely has that Tool vibe. And a more, probably a little bit lighter of a tone. But Hats Off to the Bull is just, it's a title track to that record or that album and it just smacks you in the face it's like let's go you know let's knock some people over yeah i thought this was fire yeah i mean just the heavy bass in it just sets you apart and then i and i'm going back to the music video but the music video is somewhat you know, shows what the lyric content is about and everything. And I just, I love Chevelle. Chevelle is a great band. I think they're coming to Columbus and Mansfield, which is like about 30 to 45 minutes away from Columbus. So I might have to go see them one time or both times. I feel that one. Definitely feel that. I thought this was a dope-ass rock record. Oh, yeah. For sure. Probably the, the closest thing to straight-up rock that I listen to right now is Chevelle. Uh, but they just keep on releasing great records and great albums. And I can't get enough of them. Um, I think the next song we'll get to is... Um... Actually, it's, um, I guess you could call it a remix or whatever, because the original song dropped months ago whenever they did their last album, Van Jess. But um, the song in particular is Slow Down by Van Jess and the remix featuring Lucky Day. <sighs> I literally heard this record. I've listened to it over and over and over and over and over again. I love Van Jess now. I was kind of shocked that I didn't know about them prior, but dope. I want to say they're sisters, whatever, for sure. But the album's called Homegrown, actually. Go check that out. Give it a listen. They dropped the remix of this song, Slow Down, which was their lead single for it, featuring Lucky Day. I've been telling people about Lucky Day, whatever. He's been fucking going insane. I think... um, a video just been popping up recently, whatever of him, like on American Idol back in like 2008 or nine or something when he was like 19 or something like that. Out of New Orleans. I mean, he's just an incredible singer. 
he's been going insane um what was the joint he just gave us on um valentine's day it was like a table for two where like on every record it had a um a female feature like I mean, just <laughs> hey man, if you don't know about lucky day or van jess just give this a listen go listen to their stuff individually just so fucking talented or whatever but you know i heard that do you want us love and then i was like wait with lucky day now what <laughs> i'm like um repeat what the i'm like no 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 i know the fuck they did not go back and say hey that song that you already loved or whatever guess what we wouldn't put um lucky day on it so here go listen to it all over again <laughs> if they would have done it 20 20 years prior i would have said throw color me bad in there because that's definitely the vibe i get from that record shit was bro I'm, I'm telling you man that whole homegrown tape by them is fire oh yeah and, and if you guys don't know about from, that being from uh nigeria yeah you know they did a cover of uh headlines by drake and it was viral and so when it went viral they're like hey we can go do give this music career a real shot and this definitely proves that they can do it. Yeah, big fans of them. I'm kind of shocked, like, cause like you say about going viral. My homie was, like, oh, you don't know about them, or like they do. They did a lot of covers back in such and such. And I was like, I'm, apparently, I missed all that, but they got me now. <laughs> I'll take it up. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think. How many records do you have left? Uh, if I'm not mistaken, I'm done. Oh shit. So I, well, I doubled up on two of them. Yeah. So, you know, because the, I mean, the vibe was right for both of them to be kind of grouped together. I think I got three left. So, oh, well, your songs were a lot shorter, though. They're, yeah. Except for, except for there was one that, no. <laughs> yeah, that, that like one's, nine that, that one's coming up real soon. Yeah. That, um, I'm going to get to the last hip hop one before I get to that one. So, um, next record i got literally is off um it's the self-titled track for this next artist benny the butcher he just gave us a little um ep called pyrex picasso and i have the actual song pyrex picasso up next featuring rick hyde and conway the machine what do i gotta say man griselda 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 they've been taking over i don't want to say i was late to the griselda vibe I kind of I don't want to say I was early either. I was like right in between. Um literally, I remember them being on fucking the BT Cypher back in like 2017, I want to say. And I'm being like, yo, I don't know these Buffalo dudes, but like they high key killed this shit. <laughs> so like when they started to pop up like a year and a half later, you know, on Shady, I was like, Oh, I remember them from the Cypher. I thought the motherfuckers was dope. Okay, this is cool. And I and people telling me that too, like, yo, Mook, I remember you showing me like um the ciphers being like, yo, these dudes was hard. And I'm like, yo, that was Griselda. I didn't know, but all three yeah, of them or whatever have been going insane lately, whatever. But this one in particular, man, Benny, Hyde, Conway. Con- Conway's fucking insane. That damn to be a Conway king or whatever. Yeah. yeah Conway's man. definitely fire. Benny's last album, I think that was like October, November. Just I just hey man, if you, y'all y'all know about Griselda, man. What what am I doing? Y'all know y'all know about Griselda. <laughs> I mean, if Don Stefan twenty four is number one, 
on my favorite songs on this playlist. Uh-huh. Pyrex Picasso is probably number two. The funniest part to me was when he said this tape is like three years old. He just had this <laughs> shit in the tuck or whatever. And I was like, imagine just keeping, imagine that shit just being in your computer just laying around. Well, just like gang signs. I mean, that <laughs> record I sent you was, you know, was freaking fire. It's like, why didn't you put that on an album? You know? I get it. But um, sometimes the vibe of the uh, single doesn't uh-huh. meet the vibe of the record or the album. And right, so, right. But but know, I like that, that too because it's like you're expecting one thing and then you get on the album you're like, wait a second. But I, I right. love that because it's like, yo, you know, I wasn't expecting this or whatever, but I still loved what you gave me on the album. Oh, hell yeah. Because I was the way a couple of years ago where like I was still just listening to singles and shit and mm-hmm. Shout out my cousin Mike, man. I'm telling you, he taught me a lot of life lessons or whatever. Of course, you know, like a lot of my family, but he was like, you know, you got to go through albums all the way through. You just, you just got to. Like, it was, that's how shit's meant to be listened to. At least that's how we had oh. to. And I, and I, I used to with like a lot of stuff or whatever with the Walkman days, but I hadn't in a while. But like, I went back on the shit where I'm like, yo, if I'm going to listen to your stuff, I'm going to listen to it from top to bottom. I want to digest the project. For sure. With that being said, my next record. As Johnny so eloquently put it, you know, the longest record up here. <laughs> Solid Creator. He popped up one day or whatever with a song Lumberjack. And it said he was dropping a Gangsta Grills mixtape. And I said, all right. Okay. I wasn't really expecting that Gangsta Grills mixtape after the last couple of projects or whatever. Like, you know, I've been a fan of Tyler since, you know, eating a roach back in those days. People were kind of, you know, he was going through a lot of stuff. He was a young kid. Tyler's a year older than I am, you know. But I've listened to him through all these years and I've seen the sound kind of diverge into more of an R&B sound or whatever. He kind of still done both. He kind of went way more R&B with winning a Grammy last year with Igor. Loved Igor. Is probably still up there or whatever. I still even love Cherry Bomb when he was kind of going between both sounds and everything. I was like, I don't know how to feel about a Gangsta Reels mixtape, but I mean, I'm going to give it a shot because he went crazy on Lumberjack. The next week, he gives us a ballad with a fucking H-Town sample called What's Your Name? And when they dropped the playlist, we found out, holy shit, NBA Youngboy is up here. So I remember when he gave us this album, I'm like, okay, let's go through these records. And I'm going through, I'm going through, I'm going through. I'm like, I love this entire thing. It's not Igor yet, but I'm going to, it's going to grow on me. By the time I realized, holy shit, this sweet transition into, you know, I thought you wanted to dance. (laughs) (laughs) I'm laughing because when I tell you, I go through all nine minutes of this record and I need to find the young lady who was on the second part or whatever, singing vocals. But I want to say it's the same one that was on a different record on the um, album called, uh, it was like, uh, I've gotten her name right now because it wasn't Teach a Touchdown. That was somebody else, I think, but I might be wrong. But Brent Fias was on like the first part, the sweet part. Man. Fauna Who's? Is that who it is? I think so, yes. This shit... Man, I mean, all nine minutes give it to me and i really love it because i've heard tyler say you know i look at stuff like 
yo, I'm doing this or whatever, but Stevie was out here doing shit like this or whatever. I'm like, I can never compete with anything. He's like, that's how he goes in the music. Like, I can never do anything better than Stevie Wonder, but let me try. And a lot of people say that's weird, but I'm like, hey, whatever the fuck motivates you, motivates you. Stevie would do this shit like this or whatever, because I've been listening to a lot of like just Stevie stuff or whatever recently as well. He would go through stuff where it's just like, yo, you know, you start off with one song, whatever, that's crazy for like four some minutes. And he go into another fire ass song midway for another five minutes or whatever. That was even crazier than the last one. And that's what the hell Tyler did on this record. I I, mean, I love that it's like just I, I want to create that t- same type of score, even with like me making music or whatever even with like Frank Ocean or whatever and his Pyramids record, you know, it's kind of like two different songs in one or whatever. It's like almost nine, ten minutes long. And some people were like, yo, it's two songs or whatever. It's like, yeah, it is two songs, but like the way they flow and transition into each other, it's meant to be one collective long-ass record. And like I said, I don't want to come at like younger people or whatever, but I'm like, yo, if you didn't listen to this like older shit or whatever, like, because, you know, they could barely maintain like a, a record for three minutes. Let alone nine minutes of just this dude going through so many melodies and percussions and vocal. It's insane to me. <sighs> What's your thoughts on this one, man? Gotta tell you, love the reggae vibe on the second half of the track. Bro. I, I mean, <laughs> yeah, it's just, it's, it's fire, dude. Even went back into rap, and I was like, "Yo, what is happening with you?" (laughs) And I mean, you know who the double X is, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, Crystallized intro, what have you? Well, Jamie Double X is one of the solo artists from that group, and he's collaborated with him as well. So he doesn't just collaborate with his contemporaries. He goes outside the box. That which, I'm telling you, he, he go he does some crazy shit. Like that's why I say when people talk about like, well, I don't know what the fuck he was doing on Cherry Bomb. Now some songs are kind of crazy, and he says now like I wanted these songs to sound like unmixed and unedited, kind of mm-hmm. like some old school vibes. Which hey, that's just Tyler and his thoughts thoughts at the time. But if he would have fucking songs like, oh god, what's my man right now? Whatever he would like, he had a fucking Roy Ayer singing backup vocals on one of the records or whatever along right. with Sid the Kid. And I'm like, y'all fucking like, like, like y'all don't, if you don't know old school R&B or like all that shit, you don't fucking know Roy Ayers. I'm like, I feel like everyone should know Everyone Loves the Sunshine. They better. And for people who still don't know it, the first record that you heard on, um that Dr. Dre was listening to on, on Straight Outta Compton, that was wow. Everyone Loves the Sunshine. Roy yeah. Ayers is a legend. And Tyler had Seeking background vocals on the fucking <laughs> Cherry Bomb album, yo. I'm like, yeah. fuck. I mean, he gets he gets collabs with fucking Charlie Wilson, man. Like, it's just it's Tyler's insane, dog. He's he's a genius. You know, every time you bring up Cherry Bomb, my Midwest ass thinks of John Cougar Mellencamp. I'm not even gonna lie. I don't think I know what that is or who that is. You for real on that? Maybe if you uh, name the song. R-O-C-K in the USA. Uh, oh, okay. Uh, Jack and Diane. Yeah, okay, I got Little you. Diddy about Jack and Diane. Uh, so, yeah, he released a single, and we're talking 25, 30 years ago, called Cherry Bomb. And every time you would say that, I'd be like, I oh, know that ain't good old, you know, farm-aid 
John Cougar Mellencamp because that's what he did. He was from he's from Indiana, so I'm gonna send you my favorite tracks off Cherry Bomb or whatever, and you'll understand why I love that album in particular, or whatever. Oh, some songs on it is like kind of insane. Don't get me wrong, where it's like it's really gonna mix mm-hmm. and it's really kind of crazy. But the songs I love up there, it's like okay, and even like the album before that or whatever with uh. God, I'm blanking on what it is right now. But the album before that, he had a lot of kind of R&B-ish. Like, he was going into... Like, everything that you see now, it's like, yo, I, I, I get. Like, if you've been watching and listening or whatever, it's like, yeah, you, you saw this progression. Right. <sighs> um. I, so, I did skip a song, and I didn't mm-hmm. realize it until now. Um, yeah. I don't know if you've got more to say about Tyler, the creator. No, I'm zoned with Tyler. I was getting to the last dude. I think okay. it is. I want to say it's the very last one up here. Let me okay. double check, but I'm pretty sure because okay. you go ahead with yours and then I'll uh, I'll end with mine because mine's definitely totally different than any other song on this on our collaborative playlist. Okay, but I'm gonna do that. You do that, and then I got one last little teaser, kind of in a way. But okay. You know, I might have to actually put it in the bio because people won't be able to find this shit because I could barely even find it my damn self. But that being said, last record I had up here um, from the time of us recording or whatever, the past weekend or whatever, like I said, I was also upset. I couldn't listen to Ty Dolla Sign and Division collab, but it was the five year anniversary of an album that I still go back and listen to, like at least maybe not every week, but at least every month or whatever. And that's Frank Ocean's Blonde. I remember where I was when he dropped it. Well, at least Endless or whatever came out that Friday and he was building the ladder and listened to the songs on fucking Apple, like music or whatever as a video and shit. And he still won't give us the individual songs. I don't know why, Frank. I will give you money. I will pay for it. <laughs> but he won't give us that. He's like, nope, you have to listen to it as a video, but whatever. But Blonde came out like right after and everything. It was the follow-up to uh, Channel Orange, which was absolutely insane to me. And I was like, I don't know if you can go crazy with Channel Orange. And he said, ha, hold my drink. Hold my beer, bitch. You know, classic um, other saying for me, whatever, for y'all listeners or whatever from the past. This song in particular is Nights. Uh, like I said, another track that just goes from something into a whole other record. And you're like, wait, how in the hell are we still in the same fucking song? I think it's about almost six minutes long. <sighs> man i just I, I still blast nights all the fucking time or whatever it's even a song after it or whatever that like i'm like it's almost just as good as nights or whatever but nights by frank ocean still probably one of my favorites or whatever off that album off his discography just frank give me more music man you've been teasing you've been teasing you've been teasing i thought you were gonna do something last year whenever he was dropping those two random lucy's or whatever he gave us like all the little pictures and shit and like each of them seemed like a different pose. And I was like, oh, he's like the different poses for different title tracks. Nothing ever dropped. And a couple of months later, he gave us like two other features, Dear. I think it was like Dear, April. And um, the other one was actually, he was like speaking in Spanish after the song. <laughs> um, Cayendo. There we go. Yeah, Cayendo. I just, I want more Frank. I want more Frank music now. Well, I don't blame you. Yeah, I mean, who doesn't want more Frank? You know? Shout out Tofu, whatever. I actually sent her. I was like, yo, it's the five-year anniversary of Blonde. She's like, are you kidding me? I was like, yes. She's like, five years? I'm like, 
I said the same thing, dude. I was like, I, I was like, I have a random rant. Like, and all my people that know me know that <laughs> I have a random rant. Like, Frank, uh, uh, come on, man. That's what's up, Tofu. Let's go. Yes, sir. Yeah, Frank Ocean. Um, now this record was it on his Channel Orange album or was it after? It was on Blonde. It was the one after. Oh, uh, it was on Blonde. Okay, yeah, twenty sixteen. Okay. Well, when he is, when Frank Ocean got compared to David Bowie when Channel Orange came out, they said that Channel Orange was the R&B's version of Ziggy Stardust. You talk about some mad props for Mr. Ocean there. I mean... You know, I think it says this is R&B's Ziggy Stardust moment where the controversy and publicity surrounding the artist's sexuality and the brilliance of his latest album combined to give his career unstoppable, his career unstoppable momentum. Dude, that speaks volumes about what he can do. I want to say on Blonde. Um, David Bowie, because he, he did like some joint afterward where like in the uh-huh. headliner notes, he just like shouted mm-hmm. out a bunch of artists as like people that inspired him or whatever for the mm-hmm. album. And I want to say David Bowie was one of the first names. Oh, so that's very interesting. Because if you look at Bowie's career and how he evolved his sound, I think Tim and this is my opinion, but I think Frank Ocean has done it in the past 15, 16 years that he's been an artist. Yeah, because there's I have a whole like SoundCloud like thing or whatever where like literally it's a bunch of like kind of reference tracks that he did mm-hmm. under a different name mm-hmm. with, like Lonnie Bricks like way back in the day. That's... Where he was like ghostwriting for other people or whatever and kind of putting like his right. own stuff and everything. Like you can kind of tell like some of the songs like, okay, yeah, maybe you can see this as Frank Ocean, but the other ones you're like, did you write this for X artists or do, <laughs> did you have this artist in mind? Cause it, cause I mean, you know, he has so many different collabs and like just ghost writing fucking features. It's insane. Yeah. Frank Ocean is just, he's so talented and I love that he wants to evolve his sound, but keep the heart of like where he came from and his beginnings and everything. So Definitely. New Orleans, man. In New Orleans. Something oh, crazy. Hell yeah. So what you got for us, bro? <laughs> so I'm finishing off with Eat Spit by Slush Puppy and Royal, Royal and the Serpent. Okay. I haven't heard this song very much. Um I did see a snippet of it on TikTok. And she's like, if I get a million likes, I'll go ahead and release it. Uh, Royal and the Serpent did. And, you know, it took probably a good four or five months. But it just finally got released here not too long ago. But I love, (laughs) I hate to say this because it's definitely out of my norm as far as you know what i'm listening to right now but just i think the screaming 
it just works for this album. It just, there's not, you know, I just love how it punches you in the face. <laughs> and, you know, the definite sexuality of the song. It's like, whoa, you know, I'm sure you listen to the lyrics and you're like, wait, what? I mean, there is definitely zero filter on this song. I love that when you just hear something or whatever and like you're kind of just vibing with it, but you go uh-huh. back and check it out. And you're like, wait, I never would have caught that. <laughs> if I if the TikTok didn't have the words up right away, I definitely would not have. Because I'm like, wait, she's talking about. <gasps> So, but um, she, Royal and the Serpent has released a couple decent singles here in the past year, year and a half. Slush Puppy, this is the first I've heard of him. Uh, I'm impressed, so I will definitely check him out. Hell yeah. But definitely left of center of what, like, the rest of the playlist I sent you. So I have one last thing before we close this out, bro. And I have to mention this last because you can't even get this on streaming or whatever. You got to go to SoundCloud to find this. I'm going to send it to you whenever we finish and everything. So if you, you know, you got to get on SoundCloud and check this out. Absolutely. <sighs> Shout out to homie Don. He hit me up last Friday, I think it was, or I think it's a Friday. It might have even been during the week or whatever. I've been saying, yo, SZA coming real soon. She coming real soon. We got her. We got Snow Allegra. And we need SZA now, you know? I need some new Summer Walker, too, whatever. You know, I'm, I'm a big fan of Summer. I was getting people on Summer before she, like, kind of blew up with the mainstream album and everything. I was on her first two projects really quick, whatever. Last Days of Summer was actually like on my one of my top albums i think 2018 i don't think that was 2019 i want to say 18 but i could be wrong but sizza you know she dropped gosh she she dropped hit different i think it was like october and then gave us good days like november or whatever so i'm like okay so where's where's the album because you definitely cooking right now you gave us videos for both of these and they kind of went into the like the same song with the video we haven't heard her really since. Um, I mean, of course, she's been all over your radios and everything, whatever, playlist all summer with Kiss Me More with um, Doja Cat, which fire record, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but she randomly dropped three Lucy's on SoundCloud or whatever, but not even on like her SZA SoundCloud. Like she dropped a link to like a random ass SoundCloud or whatever that, without a name and with a weird ass picture or whatever of like just three records that she just had. And all three of them went absolutely insane. Like I said, I'm going to send them to you. And let me look this up because I sent this. I had a screenshot a while ago. Um, One of them is called Joni. And it has like R&B, Con, A, which or whatever. And it's like a bunch of like numbers or whatever after these shits. <laughs> kind of like maybe some, I don't know, like just some stuff she got in the tuck. I don't even know if they're going to be on the album or whatever. I guess we'll find out. Another one's called um, I Hate You, R&B Mix, which also really fire and then my favorite one was the one right in the middle called nightbird r&b mix insane i'm just gonna shoot you these whenever we finish off bro and i'm gonna put the actual link for this 
in the bio so you guys can check it out as well because my god if like like i said everything i've been hearing from SZA lately and we think kendrick gonna drop soon or whatever from what he reported the prior week of us recording this or whatever that he's probably up next you know his last album with tde and you know like i think schoolboy's up next too according to don because he's he was, he was like playing some unreleased stuff on twitch but since I just said fuck it and I'm out here releasing stuff on SoundCloud under random ass accounts so definitely go check those out they're going to be in the bios I'm going to send it over to Johnny and you give those listen let me know what you think because it's crazy oh hell, hell yeah I will I wrote down the song titles already just in case and that's all I got man um okay you you got any um you got any words to close us out, man? Before I, I do the normal spiel, uh, the only thing I have to say is, you know, in a world of hate, please respect one another. Love can go a lot more than hate, a lot further, and everything. And I just wish everyone would just not judge people for who they are on the outside. On the inside is what it matters. So. Just spread that love around, please. Hey, man, I'm telling you, man, Johnny Utah, bro. Like, the first time I even, like, seen this dude on, like, we, we like, I don't, I don't get how people, you know, this is, this Twitch world is new to me, you know what I'm saying? And I feel like even from the first time you jumped on my joint or whatever, and I, like, we, we chat, we I chopped it up or whatever, you know, like, just, I've been, I've been growing, I've been trying to and everything. And bro is just one of the most supportive people I've seen out here in like these spheres, you know. And we've gotcha. always just related to music, and I was like, "Oh yeah, we definitely gonna." <laughs> I'm gonna get you up here to talk music, or whatever. And mm-hmm. I'm like, "No, like I will tell you, I'm like, hey, bro, I'm not, I'm not just fucking with you. I mean that shit. It's gonna happen. So to finally be here, whatever, man, this was incredible. Absolutely, and I can't wait to do more with you, bro. I'm, I'm telling you, and. Like I say, by the time you guys are hearing this or whatever, we do not know about the stuff that could potentially be dropping this coming Friday. So who knows? But and we didn't bring up the Nirvana smell or never mind album cover controversy going on right now. So we will not bring that up either. Oh yeah, I must say. I ask you about that in a second or whatever, but. <laughs> Um, with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, that was another amazing episode of Oxby Later. It's been a minute, man. And shit, also, too, maybe um, at some point in time, whatever, because, you know, uh, Johnny's really passionate about it. Maybe we'll do a straight up full review of Billie Eilish's most recent album. It's not too late. Oh, I can't. I can't wait. Uh, I actually have the vinyl of it. and I can't wait. To Damn. Spin it. I can't wait to spin it, bro. Hell yeah. And I think what you need to do on one of your Twitches. Yeah, is I have a Billie Eilish handkerchief. Okay, that I'm willing to, you know, maybe we can do a random. You can do like a random raffle. Okay. On on your uh, your Twitch stream, which I will be happy to donate that because I got it for free. Dog. You know that's love, right there. I appreciate that. Hell yeah. Oh heck yeah, whatever I can do, dude. Like I said, man, one of the most supportive homies I've seen out here, bro. Like, for real, for real. Um, Yeah, nothing dope, amazing episode. Box me later. I was glad. I I could talk. You know, we could talk music all day. But we got to close this out. 
Um, remember, like always, ladies and gentlemen, to rate, like, comment, subscribe, tell a friend to tell a friend. Links and everything going to be in the bio description below. Make sure to check it out. That scissor joint is going to be in the bio and everything below with all the artists. Please go check them out. Please go support them or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like, I stream them or whatever. And if I love you enough or whatever, I'll buy your stuff. Same thing with Johnny, whatever. He's living out here buying vinyls. You know what I'm saying? I love that old school approach, you know? All the time. I had the old school record player slash cassette joint or whatever in one back in the day as a child. That was my brother's. That was, you know. Um, <sighs> yeah, by the time you guys are hearing this or whatever, we should have out a new Easter Riddle as damn it, all things SummerSlam. Just it was an insane week in wrestling. Go check that out. Go check out the NFL pod we dropped last week or whatever, going over the NFC and AFC West, Ooh, giving I our predictions wait. about that. You know, yeah, hell yeah, go check that one out for sure. And also, a sometimey gamers where I interviewed the homie, you know, from Contagion Gaming Zone, um, Project JMS. You know, that was a dope episode talking to all things MLB, Pokemon, first person shooters, a little bit of wrestling. He's a fan as well. Kind of, you know, got uh, got got him on his first pod too, whatever. So, you know, we're getting everybody out here, man. I'm telling you, I'm, I'm supporting the homies the same way they're supporting me. I appreciate all of y'all. Um, April playlist available on the link tree. Go check that out. September 1 coming out real, real soon, like whatever. You know what I'm saying? So a lot of the records that you heard about today going to be on that as well. Make sure to check it. And if you made it this far, Saturday. Well, damn it. It already be passed or whatever. So never mind. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> never mind. That'll, that'll be something I tell you, John, at the end of this. Yeah, um, you're good. But yeah, I, I would have already been streamed or whatever, having a crazy night, whatever. So I hope that you guys would have jumped in or whatever and checked that out. But yeah, man, just amazing. I love this. I love talking music. I love podcasting. I love connecting with new people, man. That being Let's said. Go, he goes by Johnny Utah. I go by the name of Mookie. And until next time, to let us out.